USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. Welcome to an hour talking about finances and money. Brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. And first, I'd like to say good morning to Pete Lance. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. First of all, it's strange because you always introduce me last, no matter how many guests we have on, and you called me Pete. I did. Well, it's near your birthday. I figure that I have to do something to acknowledge your important week, right? I guess. So we won't ask about how old you're going to be, because just remember, I was a, a teenage father. It's how old you feel and how old you act. <laughs> That's true. Well, I've never seemed to act my age. But uh, good morning to Attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning. And thank you for being here. And you have a fresh haircut uh, just recently, so... Uh, you're looking terrific. I've got some marriage jokes we're going to talk about today, oh, quotations. No. Oh, no. And <laughs> um, But today we're going to be talking about inflation. You know, I think the thing that concerns people most in this country, next to the pandemic that seemingly we're going to be getting over shortly, but I think the most important thing that concerns folks today is inflation. And holy cow, it costs a lot more money to do everything today, doesn't it, Tenny? Well, it costs more for many things. And unfortunately, the things that are costing more are the things that are pretty relevant to everyone, like gas prices and gas food prices. prices. Yep. Gas, food, buying a new vehicle. If you can hang on to your old vehicle for a while longer, you're going to be better off, most likely. Gosh. And um, I know you've been a student of inflation. So, Pete, what is the inflation rate right now? Well, it just came out about a week ago that it's higher than they even expected. You know, we were looking at like 6.1, and now all of a sudden, 7.5%. And uh, what that means effectively, just, you know, is, is the, the most easy way to look at it is it's probably costing you about an extra $250 a month for the, the gas and the food that you were just talking about, Mom. And that's a lot of money. And I know some statistics on this also, Pete. Um, how long has it been since the inflation rate has been this high? Since 1982, 40 1982, years. 1982, 40 years since the rate of inflation has been this high. So if you think you're paying more, you are. Uh, hopefully it's getting better. Some economists, some Federal Reserve people are talking that they expect it to be about half of that by the end of the year. And certainly let's hope that they're correct. So inflation is simply a way to measure the broad rise of prices or the fall in the value of money. And what it means very simply is that it costs you more to do things today and to support your family and your lifestyle uh, than it did. And it's been 40 years since this particular rate has been this high. The other important thing when you're talking about inflation is if your money is not earning, you know, 7.6%, then you're actually losing money. So what do you think a typical bank rate is today, Pete? 0.1%. Uh, yeah, so one, you're actually one tenth of 1%, two tenths of 1%. So you're losing over 7% on your money that you have in the bank right now. Yep. Might as well dig a hole in the backyard and put it in the hole in the backyard. Uh, there's a financial planner, author, Robert Kiyosaki, who said, people concerned about inflation today tend to buy big houses and nice cars. <laughs> right. I think that's, that's part of the issue that um, most, most folks, um, as a result of either higher wages or... Uh, saved funds while the pandemic was underway can actually afford the prices today. But the news media is making a big deal about it. 
Well, they sure are. And the people that are impacted most by inflation are the middle class and the lower class, people who don't make much money. Right. They're struggling to survive and struggling to feed their families and so forth. So we know what inflation is. It's simply a measure, a way to measure the cost of living and the fact that everything is costing more money. And basically only consumers who are buying things really understand the increase. So for example, Tenny, you do most of the grocery shopping. I go once in a great while, but you do most of it. Do you find things are a lot more expensive in the grocery store right now? Well, some things, yes. Um, eggs, uh, beef, those sorts of things are a lot more expensive. But some products are not. And uh, what I've learned to do is to just buy what we actually are going to consume. Um, I think everybody during the pandemic was hoarding stuff in, uh, in fear that they might not have enough toilet paper or yes. crackers or whatever. Too bad you can't eat toilet paper. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, being a little more uh, careful in your planning or in understanding what you're going to be able to consume can help. And if you're not planning to spend something or to buy something, um, then you don't necessarily notice right away the increases. Cars are a good example. They don't necessarily impact you um, that car prices are as high as they are unless you plan to go out and buy another car. Yeah, and I think everybody that's listening is aware of what's happening with car prices. And, you know, it's it's very difficult to find used cars, um, you know, and, and the reason is because uh, it really all started with the with the pandemic and supply um, chain issues, and um, you know computer chips that didn't get produced. <laughs> yeah, semiconductors for automobiles and for electronics and everything else. So uh, it's a it's a big supply and demand problem, and uh, used cars, you know, that are three or four years old are worth more than when they were new. Well, not only that, but a lot of times. Uh, I used to be critical of my father when he would buy a new car because he would pay the sticker price. And over the years, most people don't pay the sticker price. They pay less than the sticker price. What's happening now at a lot of car dealerships, different models, is you don't pay sticker price. They're charging more than the sticker price to buy a vehicle. Yeah, it's really crazy. And some of this is linked to the pandemic. You know, people are always uh, willing to blame it on the politician, whichever person is in power at the time, whichever person occupies uh, various offices. But it has to do with a lot more than that. I mean, when Jimmy Carter was president, for example, the rate of inflation was extremely high. And the interest rates on bank accounts was sometimes as high as 18% the banks were paying. And I remember mortgages to buy houses were really, really high, probably at least 18% or more. Yep. It was incredible. And we're going to come back to the mortgage issue in just a couple of minutes because that's worth a separate uh, discussion all by itself. But anyway, inflation is caused by things like the pandemic. And as Peter mentioned, um, having things in short supply. So people tend to Sellers tend to raise prices when things are in short supply. Um, gasoline is going up and down because of politics and what's happening in other parts of the world. And, you know, if Russia should invade Ukraine and things like that happen, what does that do to the oil supply? And we could all end up paying more money for gas. But I saw a really interesting report just recently on the news saying that some places in California, people are paying as much as $7 a gallon for gas. We're still paying around anywhere from 315 to 350 for a gallon of gas around here. But other parts of the country are paying enormously higher prices for gasoline. So how do we measure inflation, Pete? We've got the um, Personal Consumption Expenditure Price Index called the PCNE index. We've got the CPI, which is the Consumer Price Index, which most people look at. 
but it is up right now 7.5% from the month before. So it's crazy out there. It is. Um, I'm looking at it now, and it's really frustrating. I cannot remember the name of this gas pipeline, but there's a major gas pipeline that goes from Russia to Germany. And uh, that's one of the things that, you know, the U.S. or NATO might do to Russia if they do invade the Ukraine is to, you know, kill that pipeline, uh, which would cripple Russia's economy. Um, no, that's not the name of it. There was something. There well, was one of the interesting things is else. that because of the younger people in this country right now, and because we haven't seen an inflation rate this high since 1982, what that means is that at least one-third of our country has never experienced this kind of inflation and this kind of price gains. So people tend to blame it on you know, whoever's in office, as I said. But gasoline prices in December, this past December, were up nearly 50% from the same December a year ago. So in one year, they went up 50%. Grocery prices have climbed 6.5% on the year. And things like beef and beef roasts and steaks and things like that, which I don't care for anyway, have gone up by more than 20%. Well, it went up a lot during the pandemic, and then it came back down again, and now it's going back up again. One odd thing is that lumber prices are coming back down quite significantly again. Well, we're in a very difficult time right now when some things are in short supply, some things are costing more money, and some things you just can't get. Um, but um, a four-decade high in the rate of inflation is awful. So we've suffered through the pandemic. We've suffered through all kinds of rules and regulations and things we can do and can't do. And now we have inflation on top of that. We're going to see what the... Um Policymakers are going to do with this. The uh, what? What the Federal Reserve will increase the base lending rates. That's going to raise rates. Yep, we're that'll gonna, happen probably in March. Yep, and that's going to cause a couple of things to happen. We're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail. It means you're going to pay more for some things. It means you can earn maybe a tiny bit more in the bank. Although bank rates are predicted still to stay very low for quite a while. And um, we'll have to see what's going to happen. It's going to cost more to buy a house. You're going to have to pay more for a mortgage interest rate on a house, for example. Right. Which, Let me give you a quick quotation from Sam Ewing before we take a short break. Inflation is when you pay $15 for the $10 haircut you used to get for $5 when you had hair. <laughs> so... Well, we're going to take a short break, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Tenny. Hold that thought. When we come That's back, okay. you're going to start. Okay. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today. 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to MoneyWise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to MoneyWise. This is really a very difficult time. We've had to suffer through the pandemic. Now we're going to be suffering through rising prices. We are suffering through rising prices on everything right now, and it impacts everybody. So I'm looking at this lovely picture of beef from one of the articles we cut out. Uh, I've sort of outgrown my taste for beef. Biggest price raise raises we've seen in 1982. We've talked a little bit about what causes inflation and how do we measure it. But Pete, do you think wages are rising to keep pace with the purchasing power? Absolutely not. Yeah, they're not. So we're in this really unusual situation where although things are costing more money, wages cannot continue to increase as fast as inflation is increasing. Although I think that 
people are going to have to um, increase wages uh, depending on what kind of company it is. Uh, there's so many places that are looking for work right now um, that maybe to entice workers, they're going to have to pay more. It's really odd. Well, the Federal Reserve is the one who controls the interest rates in this country. They are scheduled to meet again uh, soon, and it's predicted and forecast that they're likely to act very aggressively to make sure that inflation doesn't even get worse. And what that's going to mean is that higher interest rates can help, you know, cool down consumer demand. And and, and I think that's important because uh, during the last two years when everybody was stuck at home and you couldn't go out to eat, you couldn't go to entertainment, all of those sorts of things, um, purchasing really fell. And so now it's like a dam has burst. And that's part of what's causing this inflation is that people have money and now they want to spend it. Yep. Um, well, in general, we can expect that in 2022, we're going to see uh, higher rates for goods and services, higher costs than we did last year. I'm sure people have um, heard this, but people are quitting their jobs in record numbers. Um, in 2021, the average um, month, there were 3.9 million workers who quit their job, and it topped out at the highest uh, month was November, with 4.5 million people quitting their jobs in November of 2021. That's a total of over 40 million people who quit their jobs last year. What which, I can't figure out is, what are they doing? I don't understand it either. I mean, you know, they, they obviously everybody received, a, most people received uh, the stimulus money. So I don't know if they just banked that and are living off of that or just their savings or what. I mean, we talk all the time about how, you know, only 30, 40 percent of the population has enough money to, you know, have an emergency fund last them six months. So I don't know. Really, the answer to that, Mom, I don't. Well, how does that relate to inflation, do you think? Or does it? Does it have more to do with the pandemic and people are tired of having to hunker down and wear masks and get vaccinated and everything else we've had to do? I mean, I know a lot of people who decided to quit their jobs. It's because they got comfortable during the pandemic working from home or they got a pet and now they don't want to leave their pet at home. And now they're, the the job is requiring them to go back to the office or back to wherever, and they don't want to. So, I know that's a big reason, a big factor. But um, yeah, it's it's a major issue. If you're driving around and you're not seeing um, all the help wanted signs at almost every single place that you visit, then uh, you're not paying attention. Well, some of the other things that have gotten much more expensive in the past year, and the year two years, but especially the past year, is real estate. Soaring house prices, uh, shelter costs, rents have gone up dramatically. It's not just the cost of buying a house. The cost of rents have, have really drastically increased. Some of it's related to inflation. Some of it's related to people simply taking advantage of other people. But it's different this time. And um, Robert Kiyosaki, who quoted him earlier, also said, in the simplest terms, inflation occurs when there's too much money in the system. On the flip side, deflation occurs when there are too few dollars in circulation. So one of the one of the concerns that the Federal Reserve has is, yes, they're probably going to raise interest rates in an attempt to slow down inflation because it will cost more money to borrow and maybe people will slow down their purchases. Things will be too expensive to buy. But at the same time, it's a delicate balance because you could end up with recession, uh, which is sort of like the opposite of inflation. Yeah, and we know what's going on with gas. And again, gas prices could increase even further, uh, depending on what happens with Russia and the Ukraine. Um, energy prices in general are way up. Um, hotel prices are way down uh, because there's so many canceled travel plans. But the... Uh, airlines are still charging a lot because of gas prices and so they need to you know make up for the ex extra expense of their um, extra fuel and keeping their ticket prices high we're going to inject a few thoughts here and there pete and talk about okay so we know we've got a problem we know that everything is costing a lot more money what are some of the things that we can start to throw out now and in the rest of the show 
to talk about possible solutions. What are some of the things you can do? First of all, I guess you could make a budget, couldn't you? And find out where your money's going. Well, we've talked about that so many times. Um, that's one of the first things that we look at. We need to make sure that you have a solid income plan before we make any recommendations about where you should invest your money and not have that lazy money sitting there losing 7.5%. Um, we always talk about what your income needs are. So, yes, a budget is very important. And oftentimes we will go over it in great detail with you and say, you know, what about this, you know, this subscription, do you really need this? And they'll say, no, I really haven't used that in months. Okay, cancel it. Or have you called your cable company to see if they can lower your bill, which often they will do if you call to complain or threaten that you're going to cancel? Or why not get rid of cable entirely and, and maybe use internet TV? Uh, I've been with internet TV for almost four years now and love it. Okay, so that's a useful thing. The starting point is a budget. If you want to get a copy of a budget form, we'll be happy to provide it. You can get them online. You can visit our website at usawealthgroup.com and ask for one, or call the office at 508-998-8858. We'll be happy to send you a budget form. A radio show listener um, heard last week's show, and we mentioned the budget form briefly as we are now, and emailed us and said, where can I get it? So... Go ahead and yeah, just give us a call. We'll send it to you. So once you have a budget, then you need to find out, as Peter suggested, where can you cut things out of your budget? And it can be little things. It can be big things. Maybe you need to put off purchasing something. Tenny, you made a decision a few months back. You had a car that was on lease and didn't have a huge number of miles on it. And the question is, was it a time to turn the car in and get a newer one with no miles on it, and what did you end up deciding? Well, it was a pretty clear <laughs> choice. Um, we decided to buy out the lease, essentially, and buying out that was far cheaper than I could have even bought a second-hand car for, another second-hand car, and I just decided I'm going to continue to drive this car uh, for many more months, maybe years, because I don't really need a new car. And I think that's one thing that people um, should, should do a lot now is to think about, do I need this? Is this really important to my life? Can I put this purchase off? Um, but of course, with cars, part of it is you can't get new ones anyway. So <laughs> That's getting a little bit better, but it's still an issue. Yeah. It's still definitely an issue. So we talked about a budget as one solution because you can analyze where you're spending your money and you can figure out can you reduce costs and, and spend a little less money. This is also a really good time to put more money into an emergency fund. It's estimated that only uh, that half of the people in the country couldn't put their hands on $400 if they needed to. And that's pretty awful. If you don't have something put aside for an emergency uh, then you're in tough shape. Um, so Victor Borga, and I've mentioned him before, Pete. You probably still haven't looked him up. He's one of my favorites, a Danish pianist, comedian. I Googled him, and just the picture alone made me think I, I wouldn't have any interest. But. <laughs> oh, no, he, oh, he was no, so he funny. He was great. He once <laughs> said, I don't mind going back to daylight savings time with inflation the hour will be the only thing I've saved all year. <laughs> so that's another inflation joke Sometimes for you. Sometimes you can tell a book by its cover, and that's sort of how no. I felt when I <laughs> if you never saw, saw a photo of him. If you never saw him slide off the piano bench and fall on the floor. It was innocent humor. It's much better humor than some that is practiced today. <laughs> right. Well, so you're telling me he fell off the piano bench and onto the floor. That's hysterical. No, but he'd be, he'd be doing a, this long, what do you call it, a riff or whatever it is on the piano. And he'd get down to the end of the keyboard with a lot of energy and he'd be going so fast that he would fall on the floor. You had to have seen it. You, Sounds you, like a one-trick pony to me, but okay. No, he was he How was many times terrific. did he fall off the bench and how long before it got old? I don't know. I saw a few versions of it. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. So don't, uh, don't poo-poo it automatically. So um, is there a difference between 
um, inflation today and inflation in 1982. Um, the inflation rate back at that time uh, actually peaked, had peaked in 1980 at 14.8%. And there were a lot of political reasons at the time. And the Federal Reserve Chairman decided he was going to create a new tight monetary policy and crush inflation. So that's really the start probably of the Federal Reserve getting involved. But what happens uh, to unemployment during this time? Um, unemployment was at a record level uh, in 2020. It's been falling dramatically since then, especially since we've had vaccinations and things of that nature. Well, that's an interesting thing about the current situation, because although inflation is high, unemployment is incredibly low. It's at uh, decades low. That's, again, for only those people who are seeking a job. Right, exactly. So whether you realize it or not, how the economy runs, not only here but around the world, is really a delicate balance. It's supply and demand, it's availability of materials, it's a, something like the pandemic having a, a real blow to getting materials, to causing layoffs and lack of materials. It's, it's not one simple answer when we talk about inflation. Uh, Robert Orban once said, inflation is the crabgrass in your savings. It's, oh, that's a good analogy. It is a good analogy and it spreads. But we're going to continue to talk about some very specific things you can do to combat inflation and make a better return on your money. Stay tuned and we will be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back to Money Wise, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening every Sunday morning. The um, topic today is inflation. Everybody hears about it. Everybody's aware about it. We see it at the gas pumps. So interest rates have already started to increase on taking out a mortgage. So it's probably still not too late to go out and refinance your house if you haven't done it. You'll probably still see some good rates. But the rates are starting to creep up again, aren't they, Pete? They are. They absolutely are. And it's going to be interesting to see uh, as, as a real estate broker, and um, all three of us speaking right now are real estate brokers, not just agents. Um, I've been one since 2005, and I'm really curious to see what the housing market is going to look like this year. Um, is it going to stay really hot and still continue to be a, a true seller's market? Uh, what's going to happen with interest rates that everybody's expecting to increase next month? Uh, and what, how is that going to affect whether people are going to um, buy a home, especially first-time home buyers? Uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a slower real estate market this summer than, than last year, and simply because of those interest rates. It's also obviously going to be a very slow time for mortgage lenders um, compared to last year when we had all those really low interest rates because nobody's going to want to refinance. Um, you know, inflation is going to go away. We just don't know when. We hope it doesn't get a lot worse. And the Federal Reserve will act to uh, increase the borrowing rates for money, which will then lower the rate of inflation. But tax policy also factors into this, and people don't realize that. For example... If you have your primary residence and you sell it now at a really high price and um, you have gain on the sale, let's say you paid $100,000 for your house and now you're going to sell it for $600,000, and a lot of people are in that situation. If you're a single person, the first $250,000 of capital gain is tax-free. That's a tax policy designed to reward um, homeownership and to 
to recognize the fact the fact that houses are expensive to run and people need the tax break. Uh, if you're married, you can double that. You can exclude the first five hundred thousand dollars of capital gains uh, from uh, paying taxes on it. But here's the interesting point: that tax law has not changed to reflect the fact of inflation and to reflect the fact that most houses are selling for significantly more than what they were just a year ago or a year and a half ago. But the tax law hasn't changed, so maybe there's a need now to increase that real estate capital gain exemption from 250 to 300,000 or from 500,000 to 600,000 for example. So it'll be interesting to see if Congress decides to make any changes in that tax law. Taxes usually um, are a trailer, though, unfortunately. The, uh, the Congress only acts usually too late to make any beneficial correction. So, Tenny, do you get a Social Security check? We do, both of us. And did you know that we have an increase in the Social Security check this year? Yes. Do you know why? Because of the uh, increase in inflation because Correct. the amount of your check and the change from year to year is a result of what the inflation rate is doing. Mm -hmm. Yep. A lot of people think that every once in a while Congress decides to get together and increase the Social Security payment that you get, and Congress has nothing to do with it. It's built into the Social Security legislation, and if you get an increase in your check, and anybody who is receiving Social Security right now did get an increase in their check this year, and I just got my first increase uh, this particular month. It's based on the rate of inflation. If inflation goes up, your Social Security check is going to go up as well. So just remember that. And um, So this is an interesting situation when I think of it. So the older people in the country, the people who are drawing their Social Security, are getting an increase based upon inflation. But the people who are younger and are working uh, regular jobs are not necessarily getting an increase because the employers can't necessarily afford it. So maybe this, um, some change in the age group that is going to have more buying power. Yep. Well, the interesting thing uh, is that the Social Security benefit increase uh, this year is 5.9%. It's based on what happened during uh, 2021. And that's the highest Social Security increase since 1982, the highest percent increase. Again, it's based upon inflation. But uh, higher inflation can also raise taxes for many Social Security recipients. So as you may know, um, the income thresholds uh, for Social Security payments uh, being taxed um, are not inflation adjusted themselves and they've been stuck at 44,000 for a joint filing couple, 34,000 for a single uh, filing person since 1994. Those have not been adjusted. So what it means is um, up to 85% of your social security payment could be taxable, but these benefits or th these levels, if you will, of 44,000 for jointly filing couples and 34 for single filing couples, that hasn't been changed since 1994. So that's another way in which it can benefit Social Security recipients even further. We talked um, during the first segment about how basically inflation right now is costing at least, uh, you know, on, on average, of $250 extra a month, and that's primarily just with gas and groceries. Um, we've got so many articles here. I mean, if you're interested in reading any of these, we'd be happy to share them with you. But um, it's an article, and it has a bunch of quotes from the head of agricultural economics at Purdue University. I first saw Purdue, and, and the university was on the next line. I was thinking it was Purdue chicken. But um, his name is Jason Lusk, and he said um, that food prices have been increasing over the past six months. And this is a very recent article, only a week ago. Uh, rates that we haven't seen in decades. 
looking at like 30 years since the rates have increased this much on grocery products. And uh, again, it's we've discussed it already, but it's it's primarily you know meats and and eggs and and other things. Some things are not having as great an impact. But it's really important now more than ever if it's of a concern to you and if that extra $250 is, you know, making an impact in your life, um, then you need to be more frugal. You need to maybe buy the the bargain brand um, and also um, maybe back to going to coupons for those of you who haven't done that in a while. It's also, of course, a, a much different time and there's many apps for coupons. There's an app called Flip. F-L-I-P-P, and uh, that can really help you save money when you go to the grocery store. Uh, I know Target, I don't really go there that often, but they have an app that you can scan everything as you're shopping, and it'll tell you if there's coupons or deals on certain things. So it's, it's an important time to be frugal. Um, you know, depending on how much you want to go with it, you can substitute um, ingredients. So some people are suggesting using half the amount of ground beef when you're making um, chili and in- incorporating other things like lentils. Um, so there's all kinds of different ways that you can do it depending on how far you want to go. Um, it- it's not recommended to go and buy a ton of food right now and stockpile it because that will only increase the problem with supply and demand and a lot of that food may go bad and you're buying it at an inflated price already as it is. So I save coupons. I take coupons when I go to BJ shopping, and I save anywhere from five to ten to fifteen dollars sometimes when I buy things uh, for office supplies. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the BJ's coupons are three dollars off or four dollars off, not just fifty cents. Well, one of the biggest things that went up in value and cost last year was washing machines and dryers. Laundry equipment prices went up twelve point one percent last year. Holy cow! That's a lot. You know, one last thing I'm going to mention before we take our break is multi-year guaranteed annuities. We call them MIGAs. It's like an enlarged CD almost. Um, They pay as much as 3% right now for a five-year contract. Um, Much better alternative to making zero in a bank. Take a look at some of these. We'll be happy to show you. We're going to take our last break and be right back in just a moment. I just want to tell you something that Henny Youngman once said. If you're going to do something tonight that you'll be sorry for tomorrow morning, sleep late. (laughs) Do it anyway. We'll be right back. (laughs) Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for listening. We're talking about the very difficult subject of inflation. It impacts everybody. Obviously, the more money you have and the more money you earn impacts you less than other people, but it impacts everybody. So I'd like to start out by talking a little bit about marriage, Tenny. <laughs> okay. You might not want to bring that up with her. Well... <laughs> Clint Eastwood, one of my favorite actors, once said, there's only one way to have a happy marriage, and as soon as I learn what it is, I'll get married again. (laughs) Okay. You like that one? No. No, she doesn't like that one. Okay. (laughs) Well, we're talking about inflation. You had a birthday fairly recently, and Dad sent you a card or gave you a card that said something like, thanks for putting up with me, and I gave you a card, and I wrote in it, you know, I love you, and you're the the rock of the family and you're a saint for putting up with dad (laughs) (laughs) all right so this is degenerated now we started out with a simple joke it's now ending up with pick on me you started it (laughs) all right okay let's go back to inflation we're talking before we took our last break about something called a myga m-y-g-a multi-year guaranteed annuity 
Um, they can be as short a term as three years or as long as, what, seven or nine years, I guess, Pete, right? Yeah, that's nine years. But I know that some companies are paying right now as much as 3% fixed on a five-year, multi-year guaranteed annuity. I know that you can... And, and so what does that mean? Should people take money from bank accounts where they're getting... Sometimes. Um, ...nothing and put it into one of these products? Well, if you were making you know, one-tenth or two-tenth of one percent interest on a bank account, you've got a lot of money sitting there. Maybe you'd be better off getting a 3% guaranteed interest rate right now. And the other alternative is to look into something called indexed annuities. We do a lot of that as well. Most importantly, cut down your expenses. If you have to pay some bills down, pay down your highest interest charging credit cards first. If some of your credit cards, you're probably paying 21%, 29%, 18%. Pay those down first. You'll save interest. You'll save money. And most so, importantly, probably, come and talk to some of the experts like you and Peter on how to best place your your assets, your money, your bank accounts, and so forth. Yeah, we don't make snap judgments. We sit down and look at your budget. We do an analysis on what is your income, what are your expenses. Do you have spare money you can put aside to uh, save some money, even in a savings account sometimes? There's two ways that you can invest um, that will um, not guarantee, but um, certainly have a better chance at uh, combating inflation and not having that lazy money losing 7.5%. And that's opening up a brokerage account and uh, investing. And, you know, there are some mutual funds that have historically done fairly well, even when the market itself doesn't do well. Um, can't talk about those on the air, but be happy to talk to you in person about those. And also uh, fixed indexed annuities that you just briefly mentioned. Uh, they're, they're, there's a lot of people that have a bad taste in their mouth. I said it before about reverse mortgages and same thing with fixed indexed annuities or just the word annuity. And it's really uh, shameful that uh, they became that way for many people. If you're not really uh, well-versed in annuities, come and talk to us and can show you why they are really wonderful tools for your money. Uh, number one, you can't lose a nickel of your principal. Uh, number two, um, the rates that you uh, can potentially earn are staggering. And again, I can't talk about the rates, but we've had some people come up with their... Um, um, their contracts on their renewal date with some really mind-blowing rates of return and for a product that you can't lose anything. The, the Really, the, the two negative, if you will, downfalls about an annuity is really only because you're tying your money up for a period of years, you know, five years, seven years, ten years, depending on what you choose. Um, but so don't you have good you, access to it? If you, you do. Want You're able to take out 10% a year. In most companies. Some yeah. companies you can take out 20% if you don't take out anything in the first year. Um, so yes, there is there there is a way to access your money. Um, it also depends on your age. You have to be uh, of a certain age for um, any um, qualified products. But uh, the, the another really good thing about annuities and comparison to CDs, you have the potential to earn a whole lot more than a CD, but you're also not um, having to file your um, interest earned on your tax return each year like you do with a CD, so your rate of return is actually higher. That's because it's deferred. That's right, it's tax deferred. Um, so that's really the only two things is that it's tied up for a period of time and you, your access to the, the liquid portion of it is limited to 10% a year. Okay, so that can be a good solution. And, um, you know, one of the things that we forget about sometimes is that if you're a younger person, the best time to start to invest is at a younger age because a dollar in the market today is likely to be worth 10 to 50, 10 to 50 times as much after inflation by the time you reach 65. And it's just a fact of Costs keep going up. You know, my favorite story about inflation, Tenny, is the first house that you and I bought. Oh, right. We paid $21,700 for a three-bedroom ranch with one-and-a-half bathrooms in Mattapoisett. Uh, that house today, because of inflation, is probably worth four hundred dollars to $450,000. Right. It was a modest ranch. <laughs> 
It was a starter ranch, basically. Yep. But that's a good example of what inflation does over time. And um, But it's also a good example of, um, you know, we think about what if we had held on to that. Uh, holding on to your property builds your equity possibly, but the equity is then tied up in that house. So, uh, but I'd like to um, talk a little bit about my concern that I mentioned way back at the beginning about the fact that the news media sort of doesn't have much else to talk about, so they talk about inflation and increase everybody's fears. Sure, well, that's what do. they do. That's that's a, yeah. They do that with everything. They, it has to be dramatic. Yeah. I mean, um, they'll, they'll do that when there's a snowstorm coming. They'll make it seem like it's, you know, the end of the world when it's just a snowstorm, just yeah. so you keep, keep tuned. Yeah. Um, there's a quote in one of these articles. Uh, Fear is a good investing philosophy only for the people who sell it. And that being the, the news media primarily. Mm-hmm. And analysts, economists, and other forecasters are no better at predicting inflation than at predicting anything else. They stink at it, said Alan Greenspan, who was the former chairman of the Fed. So um, mostly I'd advise people to be reasonable, to cut down on unnecessary expenses, but don't go blaming a whole lot of people and and being really uh, badly negative about inflation. No, the, the economy never stays on a straight line. It just never does. It goes up, it goes down. Things cost more money, they cost less money. It's uh, more expensive to buy a house, it's less expensive to buy a house. And we've talked about some of the basic things that you can do. Um, it's up to the policymakers to do things like raise interest rates to try to control inflation. But you can do some things on your own. We talked about getting your budget done. Give us a call at 508-998-8858. You know, the favorite question I get all the time from people coming in to see me is, can I afford to retire? And then we go through, we we do the whole analysis. We'll help you review your expenses. So right now, you should be doing this yourself. Where can you cut your expenses? Where can you save money? Should you get another part-time job? Can you make money at home doing something else in addition to your regular job? We've got a lot of people that do that. Can you reduce any debts? Can you consolidate debts? Can you get rid of some of your lazy money? If you have too much money making nothing in a bank, can you reduce it? Again, I can't stress that enough. If you have money in the bank or in your house, so many of our clients have said that they've got money in their closet or something, and you're, you're losing 7.5% interest. It's just as simple as that. Um, really quickly before you continue with that, I just wanted to touch uh, on uh, oil and gas prices and why that's uh, so expensive right now. Right now, current um, barrel of oil is $95. It's predicted that that's going to be over $100 a barrel, which is only going to further increase gas prices. Um, in um, Right during the middle of the pandemic, gas was at $1.77 a gallon. It's now at 353 in Massachusetts on average, which is essentially double what it was. Um, and the reason for that is same type of thing. It's a supply and demand problem. And um, even though the, the supply uh, is down, the producers have been very slow to restore the output to you know pre-pandemic levels. And I've got a chart here that just shows exactly that. The U.S. was spending just before the pandemic uh, about $120 billion on exploration and production of oil. And now that is about $75 billion, so way down. And same thing with the oil rigs that are drilling in North America. Um, and that's actually even uh, much lower than it was at an all-time high back in around 2014, where it was about $230 billion. But right now, the oil rigs and the production and the exploratory is is way down, and they're not looking to increase it anytime soon. And that's the simple uh, problem. And that's only going to get worse as oil um, gets more expensive, as well as people are going to be wanting to drive more when the summer comes. But hopefully we're going to also switch to uh, non-oil-based vehicles. Well, we've only got about one minute left, ladies and gentlemen, before we wrap up today. Inflation is with us. It won't always be with us. 
but there are some very precise things you can do. And if you have a question about whether you can afford to retire or when you can afford to retire, we can help you analyze that. Just call us at 508-998-8858. We'll be most happy to do an analysis for you. There's no cost for the meeting. There's no obligation. Norman Vincent Peale once said, it's always too early to quit. And that's our philosophy here as well. You don't quit. You just find a different solution of what you can do to make things better for you. So we can't always be experts at everything. Let the professionals at USA Wealth Group and Lance Law, Inc. help you protect your family and your financial assets. And thank you, Pete, and thank you, Tenny, and thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. You've been listening to Money Wise with the money guys, Ray Lance and Pete Lance, powered by USA Wealth Group, Inc. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. Money Wise is also online. Go to usawealthgroup.com. That's usawealthgroup.com. firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claim paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group, Inc. USA Wealth Group, Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law, Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group, Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.